Hi, I'm Tara. Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome back to Books and Beyond with Bound, where we talk to some of the finest writers in India to find out what makes them tick. Yes, and on this episode, we spoke to Bollywood biographer Yasir Usman, who's the author of Gurudat, an unfinished story, Rekha, the untold story, and the untold story of Rajesh Khanna. So, as you can see, the words untold and unfinished are in the book's titles itself. And that made me so curious about the content. Yeah, and you know, it made me curious about Yasser Usman as a biographer himself. Like, what does he do that other biographers don't? And that's why I wanted to speak to him. Yeah, and so we speak a lot about, you know, his process of talking about these celebrities. And I really like the way that he weaves the celebrities' tales from various sources without sensationalizing them. So we really get to see a human side of these celebrities and we got to see his human side as well on the podcast. One of the reasons that his biographies are so different is because he also delves a lot into these Bollywood personalities' personal lives, their relationships, illicit or legal for example, he spoke in-depth about Gurudat's art and also his relationship with his wife, the singer Geeta Dutt. And we, we learn what happens when two famous people get married. You know, what is the dynamic right? Yeah, and, and for me, you know, I love that he's not just interested in their art or their films, but he really wants to know how their personal lives affect them. Because after all, we all know, right, art is influenced by the arts. Of course, there's no art without the artist. Um, And, you know, it was so lovely speaking about a bygone era of Bollywood, especially Mm. about Gurudat and Rekha, because this is an era that my parents and grandparents are used to. So it opened up so many conversations after the episode was done with them as well. And so, by the way, guys, there is something very exciting coming up in our work this month. We have our unique podcast masterclass. There's only 15 seats in this class and it's one of the first long-form classes that we have seen in India being conducted on podcasting. So, me and my co-instructor, Aishwarya Zawargekar, are going to walk you through every step of creating your dream podcast. And we also have a special session with... Savita, who is the host of Success with Savita, a women's entrepreneurship podcast that I love. So please reach out to us if you have any questions. And by the way, Aishwarya is also the host of our other podcast called The Book People, in which we interview all different personalities from the publishing industry. So if you're interested in publishing, do listen to that and reach out to us at connect at boundindia.com or DM us at boundindia to sign up for the class. But for now, let's talk to Yasir. Hi, Yasir. Welcome to our podcast, Books and Beyond. So glad to have you here today. Thank you, Michelle. And uh, Books and Beyond sounds so good. I've heard a few episodes and it sounds wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. Yeah, so Yasu, you've written biographies of personalities like Rajesh Khanna, Rekha, Sanjay Dutt and now Guru Dutt. So on the surface, these personalities seem like they have nothing in common, but they actually do. Like they were lonely, depressed at some point or another. And you've mentioned that this loneliness is actually what drew you to these stories. So can you tell us more about this? I I always wanted to write and and I was always obsessed with Hindi cinema. So uh, I never thought I would combine these two elements uh, when I decided to write. But but it happened when Rajesh Khanna... Uh, had passed away and I as a TV journalist was 
covering his funeral uh, in Bombay. So uh, in that course, uh, I was making a, a documentary uh, of half an hour or so. Um, for that, I had to speak to a lot of uh, people who were close to him personally or professionally. Uh, you know, they were his doctors, they were some of the family members, some friends, co-workers, co-actors, directors. So uh, during his funeral, I spoke to a lot of people and I realized that uh, even the filmmaker friends were saying that, that he couldn't get his due and he was so lonely during the last uh, 15, 20 years of his life. And uh, that was something very sad, very tragic for, for someone who uh, was... Uh, labeled as the phenomenon, uh, you know, that was what people used to call Rajesh Khanna. Uh, people used to say, uh, Uparaka Niche Kaka, Kaka was his nickname. So that's when I decided that, uh, you know, this is something I want to do. Uh, the stories of their magical successes, haunting downfalls, torrid romances, and, and also uh, the making of their Know, wonderful films. This is what I wanted to do and, and it began with Rajesh Khanna. There was no uh, hint of doing it uh, again and again with Rekha or Sanjay Dutt or Guru Dutt. It was just a one-off thing. But I enjoyed the journey so much. Uh, uh, more than the book, more than the name on the cover of the book. Uh, what I enjoyed was meeting uh, those people uh, who were working in the Hindi film industries of the 1960s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And these people telling me fascinating stories about filmmaking, about the entire process, about the stardom of these superstars. It was really, really so intriguing, so fascinating uh, that I was totally drawn into it. Shell and I were both millennials, so we didn't grow up uh, with these film stars and, you know, going into the, these worlds, looking at Hindi cinema in a way that we hadn't was so interesting. You know, both our parents obviously... Big, big fans yeah. of that. <laughs> because we're so immersed in Bollywood of today, but I love that historical aspect that you brought in. And speaking about how you got into these biographies, we actually were having a conversation with your editor, yeah, Sayakan yeah, yeah. Ghosh, yeah. who's the editor he was of instrumental Simon in Schuster, getting me to write Guru And yeah, getting yeah, us yeah, together yeah. as well. And, and so he told us that uh, that you actually, it was the book on Guru that was born during a conversation that you had together. So could you tell us a little anecdote about the first stages of... I, I, I started researching on Gurudat and I realized that a lot of people, there are so many accounts of Gurudat and a lot of people are writing about his cinema, uh, but mostly they are ignoring uh, what was going on in his personal life. I do not want to just write about his art because art... Uh, is inspired by uh, certain personal elements and personal uh, aspects uh, of your life and vice versa. And no one was really ready to publish uh, a biography of Guru. That everyone was the opinion that what's there to tell about Guru. So I was just discussing, uh, Shantan was here at our place and we were discussing normal cinema politics of these ages and 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 then after some time i don't know how i think there was some song uh, we played that evening some gurudas song and then the conversation uh, veered towards uh, gurudas why do i want to write uh, uh, the story of gurudas everyone talks about uh, the great great films he made uh, 
but there was also a story running parallel to the making of these firms, Piasa or Kagas Kipool or Sahib Bibi or Ghulam or Arpar, Mr. and Mrs. 55. Those classic Gurudath firms, uh, we know the making of those firms. We have talked about the technical aspects of those Gurudath firms. It, it is being taught in so many cinema schools, uh, you know, these chapters on Kagas Kipool, the lighting, the, the camera angles, the choreography, his performance as an actor, director. But uh, when he was making the, the where Gurudath uh, in reality was uh, uh, ha had attempted suicide multiple times, he was trying to end his own life. Uh, this was happening repeatedly, three, four, five times. And someone who was so troubled in his personal life, in his mind, uh, perhaps, maybe, he was also suffering from some mental disorder, which was never diagnosed. He was going through hell. Yet he was able to create these masterpieces. This was the story. This was uh, the thing I wanted to capture in this book. And uh, I don't know this conversation. Like I'm, like I'm narrating it to you. I perhaps narrated it to Shantan, and he immediately said that there, I, I can see a book, uh, you know, happening. And I all, I, I thought, okay, this is Rad Gai, Bad Gai. Uh, who remembers such conversations after, <laughs> after some time? But, but then I got a call the next day, and he said. Uh, are we doing the book? And that's how the conversation began. And and, and I'm so thankful to him, uh, to the publisher Simon and Schuster, that that they were they, their belief in the book was immense. So that's such a great story of you know editor writer relationship. Um, and I think you really did it. Really did come alive. You know uh, the, those two tracks. And when I told my mom that I'm going to be interviewing you, she and you wrote a book about Guru that the first thing that she wanted to know was, you know, he was such a great man, great filmmaker. Why was he so mentally troubled? And that's something that you really did answer really well. So I actually, you know, got talking to my father and he's a big fan of Guru that's movies. Uh, you know, his most favorite movie is CID. And when you and when you said that you know there was a song playing, I was like, oh, is it Kahi yeah, Pe yeah, Nikahe, yeah. Kahi Pe Nishana? <laughs> because uh, you know my father said that that's one of the most memorable songs that he had. Because I think you know that generation really relates to Gurudat's films. But what I really enjoyed about it is you know that led me to have a conversation with my father about it, right? So it's kind of like bridging the gap between two generations as well. So you know we read about you know your process of you know uh, researching about these mm. celebs yeah sir so you know celebrities everyone thinks you know their life is uh, it goes in a certain way we all have different versions of our stories you know about their lives so were there any preconceived notions that you had about these stars and you know did they change while you were actually writing these books while you were doing the re research because we wanted to know, like, can a biographer's personality really come out when they are writing stories of these? Uh, I, I, I think as a biographer, uh, I, I make sure that uh, my voice is not more than their voices in the book. These narratives in my books are not judgmental narratives. I don't, I don't say that Sanjay that was a bad boy or Sanjay that was a good boy. I uh, leave it to the readers. I have to narrate the events that that this happened. This is a thing that happened in his life. And then uh, he went to jail. And these are the facts. He did this in the jail. And then he came out. And, you know, whatever. And, and it includes its, uh, his, his, his professional life, his personal life. I'll give you an example that Rekha, we know Rekha, the actress. Uh, we know her as the diva of Bollywood. That's the image we know. You know, those Kanjiwaram saris, 
those filmfare award nights every year and and it was the same with me yet i i had watched most of her films uh, uh, when i was a kid when i was growing up khun bhari mang and phool bali angare uh uh, in the 1990s uh, uh you know we used to discuss a lot of uh, film related things uh, in our drawing rooms with our parents it now it has become politics now but uh, but in our times uh, it used to be bollywood mostly ki kya chal raha hai bollywood mein you know the, these were staple drawing room conversations so one fine uh, day i came back from school and my mother uh, told me that rekha has killed her husband so this was uh, a very strange and very scandalous oh thing ha it was a very scandalous thing acha rekha ne apne pati ko maar diya ye ye kya hua and it kind of remained with me i was a kid and i was very interested in bollywood but you know despite all the stories this one statement remained with me later on i realized that rekha rekha's husband was this delhi based businessman who had committed suicide but but that that sentence was still there in my mind uh, Uh, so so after my first book was published uh, the rajesh khanna biography i was uh, uh, at a dinner function uh, at a police officer's house uh, so so we were just talking and i saw a picture uh, in his drawing room uh, the picture had his family and rekha with uh, her husband mukesh agrawal who had committed suicide uh, so i said are this is rekha he said ha ah, she came to our home and she uh, she was a nai nai bahu in delhi and mukesh was our friend and this conversation was happening and and, and then the, suddenly i told them that uh, you know rekha killed her husband rekha ne to mara tha inko and he laughed the police officer laughed and he said no 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 this is not the truth i'll tell you the real story and then he narrated the story that which was not uh, uh, what i had heard and what, what i had uh, you know absorbed as a kid who loved films and film gossip rekha had absolutely nothing to do with the death because they had separated months uh, ago uh, and she was not in even in delhi when this happened so you know facts and fiction is different the rekha we know today uh, is someone who never speaks to the media uh, who someone who uh, who uh, remains like like to remain lonely alone in her bungalow who never comes out uh, there are no interviews but when i started researching on rekha i started reading her interviews there were regular interviews of rekha in all the film magazines of those times in the 19 entire 1970s till mid 80s were you know absolutely phenomenal bold interviews and i read those interviews and i said oh my god this can't be rekha rekha never talks to the press and this is rekha where she's saying ke uh i don't believe in marriage i can be a mother without even getting married and she's talking openly about sex uh, she's talking openly about her relationship her boyfriends which was not the norm in the 1970s and this was uh, completely opposite to the rekha we know today so there are it's a multi layered uh, narrative like our lives our lives are not uh, unidimensional there are so many things that happen there are so many episodes so many anecdotes that make us uh uh you know what we ultimately become i i love the story and it got me thinking um you know in a lot of places you mentioned that you know rekha was not available for comment so it really got me thinking about the difference between an authorized biography 
and uh, an unauthorized biography and it got me thinking you know how different do you think these books would have been had these celebrities been a part of this process uh, you know would it have been more truthful would it have been less truthful i think had uh, they been a part of this process it would have been wonderful but but looking at them i don't uh, think uh, it would have happened because they are extremely extremely image conscious i would take the example of uh, this this biopic called sanju uh, you must have watched it uh, the ranveer kapoor uh, thing yes yes so, yeah. so they have taken they have taken the basic story i had written up my biography was published almost uh, at the same time and and he was very angry and he he tweeted something that i never uh, authorized yasser usman to write my story the, yes the we did for, we did read for, that yeah uh, i don't need his permission one plus everything i covered his case and we have seen him coming out of jail and going back to it and there is uh, he being a superstar he being the son of uh, sunil dat and narges every uh, stage of his life right from the day he was born uh, to to you know when he's more than 60 years of age every event in his life was publicized uh, and printed and and talked about in public domain so uh, uh, i actually interviewed sanjay that uh, twice or thrice uh, when i wrote the book it is just that it wasn't an authorized biography which is like okay i i'll tell you the basic difference authorized biography uh, primarily means that once the book is over uh, the person will go through it and make uh, required changes now the required changes could be anything uh, you know uh, this is uh, a pr driven universe and uh, they just want sanitized and uh, completely sanitized versions of their lives which i don't know why why would they want to do it because everything happened in public domain but i think here as as uh, as a society we are too image conscious it is not just about film stars or politicians or public figures i think as a society uh, each family is so image conscious ke log kya kahenge that log kya kahenge hasn't served us right but but uh, we refuse to change uh, in my opinion when i decide to write a story i just uh, want it to be legally very very sound that there shouldn't be something uh, uh, which is untrue in terms of uh, you know when i talk about legal thing so i make sure when i i, I write about rajesh khanna or sanjay dat or or rekha uh, it is their voice present in the book to their archival interviews because rekha if talking about uh, 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 an abuse she went through in 1969 70 um, on the sets of uh, her first film uh, where she was kissed without uh, her knowledge where the director and the lead actor uh, they had shot a kiss kissing scene with uh, rekha without telling her prior to shooting so this was a, a uh, an episode where about which she don't want to talk about it now but but there were a lot of interviews Uh, she had given in the early 70s so that became my source it is her voice uh, in um, uh, in the book in each chapter uh, but but during each book of mine of course rajesh khanna had passed away and gurudat was no more when i wrote those books but but in case of sanjay dat and rekha uh, there i called up rekha and 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 she called called back and and that's when uh, 
her secretary said that uh, as of now we don't want to collaborate on this book but you can go ahead we just hope that uh, it is a it is a graceful account of her life that's so true and i was you know uh, thinking about some of the biographies in the us which are also very sanitized but often times you do get more truth coming from those mm-hmm. celebrities uh, but somehow in bollywood you know uh, everybody does want to have the sort of pr version i mean we didn't even know deepika and ranveer are getting married till they actually got married what is a life where everything is so positive so glossy can there be a life it is so unreal uh, in their case whenever they decide to write their stories positive events get magnified and negatives are completely avoided or wrapped up in a few sentences where they, where they right. say no we never right. did that it just happened due to some some other reason i mean but what i loved about the book was some of these interviews that rekha did where you know she is so forthcoming um and you know as she said she's speaking about things that were considered taboo at that point um yeah and, and so in the book also you know both in gurudath and rekha uh, you know you mentioned you know all the sources that you you went through um you know and you went through you know all these magazines obviously there was no social media to go through at that time and you you really did it in a way that it wasn't sensational but it was you know it i like what you said about grace because i really did uh find that in the book that it was done with a lot of grace but what i what we really wanted to know was that you know how how can we decide you know which source is credible and which are not so for example you know you quoted uh, jerry pinto mm-hmm. a lot so what are the parameters that 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 you know make it okay for us to quote one thing versus the other what's your process mostly uh, mostly the most important sources uh, what i want to do through these books one uh, is tara that i want to humanize the enigma uh, they are you know so so the making of their films but what they were going through what they went through to reach those heights or or uh, how the downfall happened so the the most important voices of the subjects like like i said uh, previously that rekha talking about all the important events of her life that is one thing now jerry pinto uh, was a film journalist in those times and these events were happening uh, in front of his eyes i have to go through these these journalists who were writing about these these personalities what was really happening in those times so i get stories uh, uh, behind the scenes stories those behind the scenes stories when say a bharati pradhan who was a senior editor or a shobha day or or uh, you know uh, uh, there so many names who were active in those times or bhavna somaya ji they were active in those times and what, what uh, they witnessed behind the behind the scene it is very important to take their version because it happened in front of them so these are uh, primarily my two important sources and then i and then the the, the people close to the uh, the person and i try to keep the pool as wide as possible because that is very important uh, you know you have to speak to at least 20 30 40 people the more uh, people you have uh, the more uh, interesting the personality becomes uh, i'll tell you a very interesting thing there are two biographies that that came uh, that were published in the same year uh, like uh, this is a friend called gautam chintamani who wrote about rajesh kanna uh, his biography came uh, i think a few months before 
my biography was published, my Rajesh Khanna biography. So there are different sources, there are different people uh, uh, he had spoken to, uh, different sources, different filmmakers, different writers, co-actors, uh, writing about the same person. He was writing about Rajesh Khanna and I was writing about Rajesh Khanna, spe speaking to different people. Yet, the pool, the pool was very big. He talked to around 50, 60 people. I talked to about 50, 60 people. Yet, the entire story, if you read the two books, is exactly similar. You know, when people speak, when people know you closely and know about your personality, uh, uh, you get the same story. It's a very interesting thing to read because these two books, entirely different in their content, have the same theme. Uh, they begin... Uh, Similarly, the end. Similarly, it's it's the same life of Rajesh Khanna. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this, I want to make a very important point because these two happened in the nineteen seventies. Rajesh Khanna and Dekha, when the film journalism was extremely vibrant. For example, if I, as a TV journalist, want to speak to say a Katrina Kaif or or a Priyanka Chopra, it would be very difficult for me to reach them. For even a small coat or a soundbite. Yet in, 19, in the 1970s, uh, uh, film journalists could reach these superstars. You know, anyone could reach Rajesh Khanna for an interview. Of course, it could have taken time. But those interviews, those cover stories, uh, those scoops, their interviews were like mind-blowing. Like, like a five-page interview. You know, of Rajesh Khanna. And they are, I'm not talking about just one interview. And they are talking about everything that, that was going on there in, in, in their lives. And this was on record. And when this becomes on record, uh, it is up to you as a writer to decide what you want to take and what you want to avoid. Um, that's what I had done uh, in the Rajesh Khanna and Rekha book. There were certain uh, interviews which I, as a writer, thought, no, oh, this is too scandalous and, and this, this, this doesn't add anything new to the story. There, what made them so scandalous? Like what, there, there like... were some fun interviews where they were only talking about sex, So, so I could have right. taken, I could have, I have taken a few quotes, uh, and such interviews actually happened in the 1970s. That was the kind of uh, the scandalous uh, scoops, uh, you know, which, which they were selling magazines through such such interviews also. But there were good cover stories also. There were great insightful interviews also. So you have to go through each one of them and you have to pick your, your whatever is adding to your story. Right. No, but you know, what is the most fascinating bit out of this, Yasid? Like throughout your explanation of, you know, your research process where you look for these interviews, you speak to 50, 60 people. I was, you know, curious about where it all began because you seem like a personality who just loves getting stories from people. So, you know, can you share an anecdote from your childhood where your love for films and filmy personalities began? So my father, my father is retired now. Uh, he was a principal in the college, but before that, during my childhood, he was a chemistry professor. So, but but very but a Dilip Kumar fan, and we used to have we used to have a lot of conversations regarding films. And there was just Doordarshan, and there was one uh, uh, video cassette recorder VCR, as we used to call it during my childhood. And and like films were allowed let's let's say that films were allowed and when films were allowed i was a die hard amitabh bachchan fan uh, i wanted to watch each and every amitabh bachchan film that that began with the films uh, the first love and then 
there was a book stall and in those days there were there was a system of renting uh, magazines like 1 rupee for a day uh, so there were a lot of magazines kids magazines uh, film magazines cricket magazines so uh, they had they had a huge collection of film magazines i remember hindi as well as english so stardust was there film fair filmi kaliya filmi duniya uh in my father's college there was a library where there were books biographies on cinema stars but but uh i realized i was quite underwhelmed uh i i found these uh, their interviews were so interesting but these books were not interesting uh, uh, what should i do and then this this love of bollywood and hindi cinema kind of continued uh, throughout the school uh and then i came to delhi for college and and that's when i was uh, i realized that there are books there are many books on cinema you know film stars there are many books on satyajit ray there are there are books on bimal bimal roy's films so i was like so happy i said okay this can be something you know you must uh, read these books and i started reading uh, so the books on uh, making of films and technical books were really nice really eye openers but uh, there were little less lesser books on popular culture uh, commercial films and commercial film stars and i grew up uh, you know watching commercial cinema so we yeah. we very much relate but it's so interesting uh, you know because you obviously now you've been um, you have so many years of experience covering the film industry and that's obviously given you so much insight into these celebrity lives and we are wondering you know what about writers who want to be biographers who are not experts in this field like what if i wanted to write a biography about hmm. kajol say first and foremost get in touch with kajol but that that's a very important that's a very important <laughs> step i am not saying she would agree to what what uh, you want to do uh, but but let's get her even if she doesn't agree uh, just just uh try to get an interview okay just just tell her that we i only want to talk about you know uh, you know take your interview about your professional life if you don't don't even talk want to talk about your personal life that's the first step i think you must get in touch with them one if uh, if not if if she refuses to be a part of your project i think there are still ways of writing about kajol and and you know right or wrong way i would never say because if you want to write about a person uh, it could be a biography it could be uh, only about her cinema it could be about her life choices and your opinion about it it could be anything as long as it is not derogatory as long as it is graceful i think uh, you're legally safe uh, and and mostly if if she is not a part of it you have to speak speak to people who who work close to her or who had worked with her uh, in, in the industry and of course her own interviews her own voice that should not be missed so uh, it'll take time because these interviews it, it is a research process it is like like if you want to write a book on economics despite uh, you being a student of economics and knows the basics and and you know the basics of economics you still have to research a lot i think the word is research because when people read about a book uh, any book of mine and they pass a judgment i'm okay with it and they say nahi nahi yaar rekha wali to bahut scandalous hai gurudev theek hai but i want to tell them that it is because rekha's life was scandalous and she 
her statements were scandalous and and she wanted to be a scandalous actress that's why the narration there is sounds to you as scandalous it is it is not my voice it is her voice and when you talk about that okay gurudev's book is too melancholic it is because gurudev was a melancholic person uh, he never communicated he was talking about sadness most of the time so you think nahi ye serious book hai lekin wo gossipy book hai no it doesn't work that way so write about kajolia uh, i would love to read it <laughs> yeah no and, and i do hope that you know she hears this or someone who knows her when i was a kid i i think all of us got that kajol haircut i remember getting it <laughs> yeah that's what popular culture uh, does to you because uh, uh, as writers when we decide to become writers the first thing is nahi kuch serious likhte let's write something serious let's i always give example of satyajit ray acha even gurudev is it nahi nahi tumne sanjay dat likhi hai na that's the masala quality about it why do you want to write such a serious subject you know you cover such dark elements of these people's lives you know so we wanted to know how do you take care of your mental health you know while you actually cover you know the mental health of these of these people it only happened with me when i was writing about gurudev because i think uh, uh, we are living in these covid times and uh, Uh, it's uh, uh, i mean especially the the second part of gurudev i mean uh, uh, the last 3 years of his life when uh, the mental agony was at its peak and when he had stopped communicating with friends and family what was going through what he was going through and uh, when he had uh, committed suicide for at least three times in these last 3 years so this was very dark that why he why is he trying to end his life and he he his constant refrain to his friends was uh, i think i'll go crazy mujhe lagta hai ki main pagal ho jaunga so he'll, he'll repeatedly say this and in uh, in the 1960s in the 1960s early 1960s uh, when this was happening there wasn't much awareness uh, about mental issues so his sister lalita lajmi who collaborated with me on this book she told me that uh, there were a lot of times even after he had committed suicide and he went uh, into coma and then he came out of coma and uh, then one there were nights when he used to just call at 12 in the night 1:30 in the morning and say come over i want to talk to you and and they were very scared the sister was very scared her husband was very scared ki fir to kuch nahi kar lenge is he going to commit suicide again let's go and they would they used to rush and they would find gurudev sitting quietly in a corner uh, uh, in his balcony thinking about something and they would ask him again that why have you called us do you want to say something do you want to talk about something is something bothering you and he would never say anything he would never communicate and he would just sit he would say nahi nahi uh, have tea have some food and this this will happen again and again and then finally uh, one fine day he was he succeeded and, and in taking his own life and 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 before that happened uh, a doctor even told the family that that he needs a psychiatrist so the family uh, called up a psychiatrist he came he spoke to gurudev for an hour and so and then he came out and uh, he asked for his for the payment and and said how much he said rupees 500 and rupees 500 uh, uh, gurudev's sister told me used to be a huge amount in 1961 62 so we just laughed that that he just he, he just laughed he, she, she told me that we just laughed yeah, yeah there was just no laughed awareness are, baat karne yes. ke 500 rupees le gaya and he just took 500 for just having a conversation okay and and then she said we never called him again and later on um, 
she had tears in her eyes when she was narrating this movie and she said oh that was such a blunder we made and we we had no awareness that we could have continued with uh, that psychiatrist it could have saved my brother and he could have uh, uh, contributed so much to cinema uh, he could have lived for you know many years uh, it could have helped him a lot and while i was writing the book so shan singh rajput's case happened i was covering it i was during the daytime i used to write scripts on sushant's death uh, and it, you you would uh, the entire media was talking about his mental uh, issues and i realized that from 1964 to 2020 nothing has changed uh, in terms of how as a society we view uh, mental issues uh, we are not sensitive enough even now after 60 70 years and also repeatedly talking about that uh, writing about uh, gurudath last few years it became a, it became kind of dark because working from home covid uh, we had no clue what covid was all about what was happening in doctor so exactly there was there was a yeah. small phase of a month when i was i really went through uh, this change i said what's happening here and and you know you constantly i was thinking about what gurudath must be going through and it is not and it is not right uh, uh, as a writer you have to go through you have to be as emotional think emotionally but uh, to to get into that mental frame of your subject but uh, it kind of became very very unhealthy very negative and what helped you what helped you during that phase yes sir i talking to people uh, when I started talking to her sister it really helped because uh, initially she also started telling me that when i talked because she talked to me twice and then she said no i don't want to because i couldn't sleep last night because uh, i had to go through all the pain again so i understood uh, at that time i understood i said okay if you don't want to talk i'm okay with it i'm okay with your two interviews but then that that bonding continued we uh, were talking on a daily basis there are many recorded interviews and that kind of helped we helped each other to those phone calls to those video calls uh and then i went to meet her after lockdown was lifted and uh that was kind of cathartic she 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 cried and she gave me all those albums personal albums and diaries with guru and then she said ki nahi i wanted uh, even there were previous accounts previous books on guru that but i never talked because she is very uh, she uh, is 88 and she said ki i have never talked about it but but after talking to you i have realized that i since years i wanted to talk about it get it out of my system so after those conversations i think those conversations really helped this i realized later after the book was published your talking really uh, really helps and, and it's and it's really nice to hear that you had that space uh, you know yeah, while you yeah. were writing the book um, that definitely makes it easier um so that brings us to our rapid fire round are you going to korea me a hamper <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Films or books? Films. Okay. Your dream project. I don't have a dream project, yeah. I uh, uh, I want to uh, you know write uh, biopics for screen now because I think uh, I think I have this expertise of writing biographies. Plus, I work uh, in TV and I I produce. TV shows. I I want to ex, you know experience that uh, aspect of writing biographies, writing biopics. You know, seeing it on screen. 
Yeah, that would be amazing. I I love biopics are my some of my favorite genres for movies. <laughs> yes. Um one superstar you wish were alive today and why? I think Rajesh Khanna. No, definitely. Okay, so one biography apart from your own that you consider to be the most well written. Uh, no, there are many good books also. There was this book by uh there was this book uh, called The Kapoors. Uh, about about the kapoor family uh, mona jain uh, there are there are many other books also but but recently of course uh, the, this this life and times of parveen babi by karishma upadhyay it is mind blowing excellent book uh, very well researched uh, and and uh, it brings to life the entire uh, life of uh, parveen babi such a fascinating character very well written. Yeah, thanks. I'll I'll definitely check it out. That sounds really cool. Okay, top three books that you read during the pandemic. Oh, there was this book uh, called Black Swan by Nassim Nicholas Taleb. You must read it. It's okay. it's about the Black Swan events, which no one can predict. So they're calling this pandemic uh, okay. a, a Black Swan event. So this was one book. Uh, number two, of course, was Parveen Babi. Uh, number three was. which was the book some self help book i was reading yaar i i don't remember the name but i wasn't reading much because i was writing then the book then the guru that book was published and i got busy with talking about the guru that book great and in terms of book projects what's next for you uh i haven't decided i i really haven't decided but but i think there are a lot of stories i want to tell uh tara michel uh i there are so many stories that you know each book takes at least 2 years of my life so i have i have decided and i i i realize i don't know if i'll get to do this but i want co-writers to collaborate on certain stories because there are many stories i want to tell and uh, i'm looking for co-writers uh, uh, where i can collaborate on different stories at the same time so maybe one of maybe any listener of ours who suggested <laughs> Yeah. Anyone, anyone who's who loves, uh, not just loves, but is obsessed with uh, Hindi cinema, uh, I would love to collaborate. And yeah, I think uh, obsessed because, is, is the right I think, word. I think uh, <laughs> yes. these stories should be documented because a generation will pass, and there are many stories will lost to, we lose certain stories. Yeah, you have you have to be very selective. Yeah, you have to be very selective. So I haven't uh, finalized any subject. Uh, maybe in a few months. It was wonderful talking to you, Yasser. We, you know, we've had so many questions since we read your books, and we've had all all of them answered. So thank you so much for sharing insights, um, Tara. I think we should get started on that Kajol biography. <laughs> I would love to collaborate with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no and 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 because of you yasir i'm going to read you know many more bi- bio because once i get into a particular genre you know i go all so i'm definitely going to pick up the yeah, parveen yeah, yeah. babi book and you know all those other recommendations so thank you so much i love we loved all your stories thank you thank you tara thank you michelle it was lovely talking to you I loved his zeal Tara I mean you know you know he wants to uncover the truth about Bollywood celebs life it, it's just like the way we actually uncover these writers personalized on the podcast right yeah really um and so many of our listeners you guys have have reached out to us and said that you know you really like the way that 
we interview these authors because we find out so much more than the book it's truly books and beyond yeah, um, we love to dissect the process <laughs> yeah and speaking of that as you guys know we are a story company and we help everybody tell their stories by the way guys we have as i mentioned earlier we have this unique amazing podcasting long form class so it's going to be a two week class with 11 hours of live training um you're going to get to record your own trailer it's going to be a lot of fun there are only a few seats left so if you're interested and you want to know more you can always reach out to us at connect@boundindia.com or you can dm us at boundindia Yeah and on the next episode we will be talking to Farah Bashir she is the author of the memoir Rumors of Spring which is about her growing up in Kashmir and when Tara and I read the book we knew we had to speak to her we had read nothing like this coming of age story earlier Yeah we can't wait to speak to her Michelle and I buddy read the book as we always do um and we are wondering you know she transformed so much of her growing up years she speaks so vulnerably about the trauma that she went through growing up in Kashmir into something so beautiful and i am personally dying to know more about her grandmom yeah, bobe so yeah. <laughs> who is the life source of the book and, and as you guys already must be knowing we're quite fond of our grandmoms so tune in next wednesday to catch us speaking to farah <laughs>